If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. Today we have a special guest, Miss Ariel Simmons. She is a mother. She is an author, a former beauty pageant contestant. <laughs> Sorry for the brief, brief introduction, but she has a lot of hats. And I want to make sure that she can explain all of them to us. So welcome to the show, Miss Ariel. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for gracing us with your presence here. So if you could go into a little bit more about your bio and just let us know a little bit more about you. Sure. So I actually started off modeling. So modeling was something that I got into at 18. And that really, I feel like that jump-started my my intro to a lot of things creative. So prior to modeling as a young kid, like I always enjoyed writing. But it never went anywhere. You know, I just wrote poems and did things just for my own pleasure, but then got into modeling at 18 and, you know, met a lot of different people. And that just catapulted my my continued want to dive more into my creativity and then just see where it branched off. So just brought me to where I am now. (laughs) It opened a lot of doors and brought me to where I am now. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So that's awesome how you were able to do that and then jumpstart through that through everything. So going through with the modeling, did that help you, of course, open more doors and build your network out and then go from there? It actually did. It um, allowed me to meet a lot of different people. I did. I worked a lot of like areas of modeling. I did commercial, beauty, print, and then I did promotional work. So that really allowed me to broaden my scope of people who I connected with and ultimately people that, you know, that I used to help me get to my next level. And from that point, it just really grew my interest of wanting to have my own my own business. I wanted to get out of modeling and just, you know, just grow myself even more. And yeah, that, that piqued my interest to want to have my own brand, my own business. And that really led me to, I started a company called Bloom Into Position in 2017. So that was my first dive into business. And I ended up having my, I ended up getting pregnant actually. That kind of changed my direction of where I wanted to go, which brought me to my book now. Right. Okay. Awesome. Well, explain like a little bit more about your first business that you started. Yeah, Bloom into Position um, initially started because I wanted to have a sisterhood 
for women and, you know, um, young women up to adulthood. I wanted to have a sisterhood that we can come together and grow each other's brand. So I wanted it to be where they came to bloom into position to escalate further into their business. I would have, my, my plan was to have different um, speakers and different workshops and, you know, do different things that would allow us to grow and continue to successfully build our brand and ultimately bloom into our next level. So that's what it originally started as and took a back seat because I got pregnant and <laughs> direction completely changed. Yeah. yeah it's funny because it's funny um, a lot of moms and uh, when we go into business, we're like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. And it's like, okay, you know what? You have to kind of shift the way that you do business because it's not like you single and you know you can stay up to three four in the morning working on stuff and then you know wake up all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed it doesn't work that it doesn't work that way so with your first business and then having to pivot and transition into your second business that you have now so right now you solely focus on your book and being a mom is that okay I do modeling still every now and then, like I have um, next week, I have a video shoot to do. So I'll still take opportunities, you know, as they come up and I just assess them to just make sure they fit with where I'm try- what I'm trying to do. But it's not my forefront like it used to be. My forefront is solely my book, mm-hmm. growing the Miracle Malcolm brand and my, my son, my family. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So tell us a little bit more about, of course, your book, about your son and both of your journeys. Tell us how it came about. Definitely. So I got pregnant in May and um, May of 2000, man, what was that? 17? (laughs) Thinking back, I'm like, what? So I got pregnant and this was literally, like I mentioned, after the start of my, me wanting to launch my first business. Got pregnant and um, I was in a newer relationship. So ended up having Malcolm prematurely. He came in October. Um, He was due in February. So he came in October and that changed, of course, the whole direction of our lives and, you know, just really allowed us to or caused us to, you know, have a different, um, go a different route in our life. So when he came in October, um, I was five and a half months when I had him and he spent three months in the NICU at Edward Hospital. Um, He was a pound and 13 ounces. He was so tiny. Wow. Spent three months in the NICU. He really didn't have, you know, a lot of challenges that you would expect and you know which is ultimately why i feel and a lot of people feel that he is truly a miracle because he literally came out and his strength and how well he progressed at that small it just amazed even the doctors so they would say that you know we're truly blessed and that we were because he really you know progressed and up until this day he's doing very he's doing perfectly fine Um, no health challenges or any of that. So we're extremely grateful for that. But um, when he came home after the three months, that kind of started our journey of, you know, personally, his development, of course, and my healing. We needed to take some time. I was a stay-at-home mom for 11 and a half months. And during that time, the first few months is where I spent a lot of my time dedicating it to my healing also, which caused me to write. So writing has always, again, been a part of my life since I was a kid. That's something that was my go-to. So fast forward to after giving birth prematurely, that's really what started my healing as well. So within a a month or two of being home with him, Mm -hmm. that's when I began Miracle Malcolm. Nice. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So you begin writing this book and was it intended to, um, did you actually, let me take a step back. Did you kind of just start journaling and then writing or like, did you go into it saying, okay, I want to create this book for myself or create this to that, so that I can share with others? That's a good question. Um, and ultimately, no, I wrote, I was writing for myself first and yes, it was in a journal form initially. And because of the creative, you know, bone in my body, uh-huh. I began journaling. I'm like, you know what? I want to not only write because the style of journaling that I was writing in was like poetry in the form. I'm like, as I continue to progress and ideas continue to flow, the more that I began to write, I'm like, you know what? I not only want to heal myself, I want to heal others, but I want to do it in a different way. Like I want to use the book and have the story told from Malcolm's point of view, not mine. It, it's our journey, but it's his. He's going through it. He's living through it. So the book is literally in his voice and it's in, it's in his, you know, it's in a tone of a child because it's a children's book. So I really wanted it to really hit home for the little ones, you know, and as their parents read it to them or as they read it, I want them to see like, okay, I could, I could relate to this or, you know, this is, this relates to me because it's Malcolm talking. It's not, you know, a parent telling the story. So yes, it started journaling and then it ended up changing to book form and into an actual children's book, the more that I began to write. So Going through the evolution of, of um, changing up the style of the writing and turning it into a children's book, um, what was that process like, kind of, I guess, branding it and then getting the business rolling with that? Definitely. It was, it was a, lot of, a lot of fear on my part. It was a lot of like, you know, how do I really go about doing this? Where should I start? So the book, um, and I actually recently just made a post saying this, the book I wrote the book and it was well over a year mm-hmm. um, after that I actually began to even put anything out. So it just really took a lot of like altering and changing it up and doing a lot of revisions and just seeing like if this is something I really want to put out or do I want to yeah. just keep it to myself. Right. <laughs> so right. it took a lot for me to start. Um, and then, you know, once I began, I, I, I just literally started with the research of how to begin. And once I did that, it really brought me into really where I am now and who, who I ended up working with as far as the book. And then just talking amongst people that I knew already um, and connecting with them further on how to develop my brand even more too. Awesome. That's awesome. So you started writing the book, you had it, you were sitting on it for about a year. And then you said, okay, you know, I'm going to go full force with this. And then you started your research. So going into doing your research, did you research like how to publish it on your own? Did you bring in, you know, a a publisher, an illustrator? What was that process like? Yeah. So like right after I wanted to start the research process, my next step was exactly that. Like I knew, I just knew right away that I did not want to go with a publishing brand because I wanted to still have complete control of my brand and, and ultimately have the royalties and all the rights to everything. So that's why I, I researched and I used to hear a lot about self-publishing. So I researched a lot of self-publishing companies mm-hmm. and self-publishing companies really just do the legwork for you. They don't own anything. They don't take control over anything. 
They just literally do that legwork for you. They do that research for you so you don't have to. So they're using their, you know, connection without you having to go through it and do it yourself. So they're like, they're the middleman, you know, and that's what I, that's what I use. Once I found, once I researched and um, I gathered about two to three self-publishing companies that I wanted to ultimately go with. And I just aired it down from there based off of my needs, based off of what they offered and financially and the turnaround times. And I legit just went from there. But I did already have an illustrator that was someone that was already re- referred to me from a friend that I knew. So I, really, I didn't have to do any research with the illustrator because I already had one in mind. And then just after just communication, it was told of me to just make sure that my illustrations were done first. That's just something that I recommend to anyone that's wanting to go forth with it. Just make sure your illustrations are done just because they're the most time consuming and they can take months, you know, so you don't want to prolong your project, get them done right away. And then once my illustrations were done, I went forward with the actual self-publishing process and getting the book out. Nice. Now, while this was going on and they were, you were working with your illustrator, were you also working on your marketing plan as well? Yes. So, and thankfully, like my illustrator, he really, he did a lot for me. He not only did my illustrations, but he created personalized posts so that whenever I post on Miracle Malcolm's page, whether it's an announcement or I want to put out the word of the day or whatever, he created those posts for me so I could still... I could still represent my brand no matter what I'm putting out. So he really helped with that. But honestly, I did everything else. Like I did, you know, the the full on like marketing, the coming up with the ideas and the the, you know, just figuring out just how, when, what and where to post. Just because I I didn't want to hire a marketer for that. I wanted to really dive into it and get a feel of it myself. And, you know, that's just something that I wanted the experience with. So um, he helped with the, the brand post and I just took the marketing from there. Nice. Now, so, of course, I follow you on, on Instagram and that's how we yeah. met Instagram. <laughs> you, the, I, I didn't notice it. Do you have a separate page for your book or is it all under within your brand on Instagram? So I have Miracle Malcolm's page. He has his own page on his page is where. You know, I show pictures of back then from when he was in the NICU and, you know, different word of the days and quotes and different things that involve the book in his life. Mm-hmm. I have a separate page for that. Nice. Okay. So I have to go make sure to follow that, <laughs> follow that page as well. <laughs> so you can see the journey. So, okay. So you, of course, were doing all of this, of course, while raising Malcolm. And so how... <laughs> How was that? How was that journey? How did were there a lot of difficulties and setbacks during this whole portion when kind of, of course, be a mother and then um, also be an entrepreneur? I honestly wouldn't say there were setbacks. It was definitely challenging just because of the balance of sleep Mm -hmm. and, and just wanting to just finding that time to rest mentally as well as physically and still, you know, have a family life and still have my own life. So it was such a, a transitional phase, which I think caused me to, it kind of prolonged my, the process of postpartum. So I did suffer postpartum depression okay. and, um, sorry, I get emotional. No, no, it's okay. It happens. It happens. <laughs> and, and the thing about it too, is, um, the fact that you 
realized you had it and that you didn't hold it in because there are, you know, us as, as Black women, it's we have to be strong. We have to be this. We have to be that. Oh, no, you can't have that. You know, push it to the back. Yeah. But the fact that when we actually recognize it, because for me, myself, my personal journey, I didn't recognize it until after I had my second child and I was having okay. kids in my marriage. <laughs> that it was like way after my second child. And like, oh, that's what postpartum is. And then you actually can deal with it and then also know that you're not alone. And exactly. That, that makes it way more better and that you're able to actually get through it and, and then help other women through it. And I think, I think that's what continues to, that's what makes me want to keep talking about my journey and, you know, keep doing these podcasts and keep right. doing, you know, certain interviews because I'm like, I'm not only helping others, I'm still helping myself yeah. Yeah. because this is still a process for me. It still takes a lot for me to push through, do this brand, do this business, show up for other people, show up for myself. It's a lot. It really yeah. is. It, it, it could be mentally taxing if I don't take that time to have a moment, you know, for myself. So I think with during a transitional phase, it was so much for me that it, it, again, it prolonged the process of my healing because I'm like, how do I do this? Where do I, you know, what do I do? And I was responding and reacting in the wrong ways, like anger, anxiety, that my relationship was, you know, taking a toll. It just caused a lot of areas to just not necessarily set back, but it caused a lot of fuzziness and it caused a lot of, you know, just standstill really. So it took me a minute to heal. And when I finally healed, I was able to, it was like a, a aha moment. And it was like, a, oh, you know, the light shine through. It was like, okay, you got to check yourself. You got to figure out like, you can't be acting like this and trying to grow a brand. Right. You can't be, you know, still stuck and still trying to help others. You got to free yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, so you can help others. So I think that's where I am now. (laughs) You know, even though some days are still hard because of it's still a balance, it's still a push. Mm -hmm. I think I can wholeheartedly say that I'm healed through a lot of of the emotions and the anger that I had initially because I accepted the fault. Mm -hmm. I didn't blame anyone else. I accepted the fault. And once I accepted it, I was able to to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You were able to, again, recognize what it was that you were able to recognize that, you know what, I need to put a little bit of self-care in there too. Um, Not only physically, but mentally. And do some, again, some journaling and writing down (laughs) a way to get that balance. Because if not, when you're off balance, your whole family, your whole structure, your household is off whack. So Great. So you were able to get through that and push through that and you're, you're helping other women and sharing your story. So let's get back to, of course, your brand now and um, where you're going with your brand. So, of course, you're pushing your Miracle Malcolm book out. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, as well as online at Target and Walmart. Awesome. So how were you able to break those th- through those doors and get onto all of those streams with all those companies and medias? My um, self-publishing company also assisted with that. Again, she did the the legwork for all of that. I just expressed to her my needs. So once I expressed to her that this is where I am, this is where I want to go, I laid it out to her of my full-on, you know, vision for my book. And I'm still actually, you know, in the process of 
moving forward even more to our next level. But she's assisting with all of that. You know, she's letting me know that this is what I can do for you. This is where you can go. And she really just provides me with a plan. So, you know, that's how I was able to get on into all of the major retailers through her. So I would just say, you know, if that's somewhere you aspire to be, just make sure that whoever you end up working with, that they offer that. That's awesome. So now that it's doing great, are you still in the process of like pushing it forward? Are you moving on to the next projects? And also, what what are the next steps that you're, of course, taking your brand to the next level? Definitely. So right now, um, Miracle Malcolm is still in its growing phases. I will be releasing a project um, this fall or, or I'm sorry, not a project, a product this fall or winter that's still under the Miracle Malcolm umbrella, another product that we're offering. Um, and, um, we are planning on getting to, into the actual stores. So not just online, right. Our goal is to be into the actual stores. Hopefully by the end of the year, it will be available in Target and in Walmart, you know, if all goes well. So right now I'm just still in the growing phases and, and working on releasing the product within the next few months. Okay, nice. Now, if you go, because I've, I've um, of course, helped with working through the, I think the self-publishing that's through Amazon. Um, so are you able to get an actual print out of the, of the book now as well, or is it all digital? Oh, no, it's a print. So um, yeah, all of it is print. So we are available as an ebook, but when you order from Amazon and all of the, the retailers, it's natural print version. Actual, okay, awesome. That's awesome. So kind of print, print on demand right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. How is um, Malcolm doing with, you know, mommy and COVID and, <laughs> and know, you know, being a, being a, cause if not to try to dig too deep, but he is yeah, no, like, no. pretty much this part of this business. As well, and so yeah. as not say a business owner, but of course part of the entity. How does he feel with with all of this? Yeah, so he's just so like in the midst of it. He doesn't really uh-huh. know, but <laughs> he gets excited, and he's very he's very much aware that it's him on the cover. Uh-huh. That you know, as you as you look into the book and you see, he knows that this is mommy and this is daddy. He kisses the pages like uh-huh. so. He's so involved in knowing that this is us and this okay, you know, this relates to us, and he just cooperates. <laughs> he's just so. He's such a great, you know, business owner. So oh, <laughs> I'm excited that this, it just makes me so excited that this will be available for him as he grows and as he, you know, gets older, this is going to be handed to him. If, you know, I'm going to give him the option of continuing it or just, you know, reaping the benefits from it. You know, this, this was your life. This is your life. So this is yours. This is the legacy that mommy wanted to start for you. So that people can know your truth, your story, your journey, and ultimately help others. So he's so, you know, either way, but he's Aww. he's cooperative regarding pictures or whatever. He yeah. he definitely is cooperative. But right now he's back in daycare. Okay. Um, he went back to daycare a month ago, and his dad and I are both working from home in the midst of all of this. And of course, I had nerves as far as you know getting him back into daycare. But you know, we took precaution. We held him out for a few weeks before sending him back and just, you know, made sure the timing was right. And he is thriving. He's doing very well. And he's such a, a sweet boy. Like, so he just, wherever he goes, he adapts. 
And it's a great feeling to know that he's just transitioning through all of this so well. Mm-hmm. That's great. So he's four, four years old now? He'll be three, actually, in October. Okay. You said that. Yeah. I think my math is completely off. Okay. No, you're <laughs> so, so he'll be three. Your okay. mind was off, too. I'm like, wait, when did I get pregnant? <laughs> you got to go through. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. I feel like when, you, when you're pregnant, it takes a piece of, you know, part of your brain with it. What? <laughs> mom brain. Like, mom brain is legit a thing. Yes. Awesome. So he's three and business owner and thriving. So what is next for mommy? What's, yeah. what's going on with mommy? Man, that is a good question. <laughs> you know, I'm just so, I'm so engulfed into in this whole brand building and just uh-huh. being, you know, a part of my family that I, I think this is, this is where I feel like I'm supposed to be, you know, this is, this, this is just who I feel like I was meant to be, I was meant to be in this part of my life because the other areas, you know, rewinding back to me modeling and me doing, I was not fulfilled, which is why I wanted to continue to find out where I belong, growing through the modeling phases. I'm like, something's missing. So this, I'm like, I just want to grow it. I just want to, you know, develop it more because this is where I feel my most complete. I feel so fulfilled after having Malcolm and starting the Miracle Malcolm book and doing what I'm doing is so fulfilling. It's such an excitement that I look forward to. So for me, it's literally putting out my product next, growing my brand, doing more speaking engagements. So I really would love to travel with this, you know, be full on full time with it. I'm, I'm really trying to set myself up to fire my nine to five by next year. So I'm really trying to work hard to push this, connect with as many people as I can to grow and bring awareness to it so that I could just travel and spread the word. And just, you know, ultimately put the book out there. So that's where I, I want to go. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So basking in this season that you're in right now. And Definitely. And taking hold of it and growing and learning while you're there. Not moving that's too right. fast. That's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly it. That is awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> gracing us with your presence here. And can you tell our listeners where they can follow you, where they can reach out to you? Definitely. So um, you can follow the Miracle Malcolm page. It's Miracle X Malcolm. That's where I do a lot of updates with his life, pictures of him, words of the day, and just different discussions that I have with other moms that follow us. Follow me as well, Ariel L. Simmons. And then Miracle Malcolm is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, and Walmart so far, amongst others. But those are the major retailers that we're on. Awesome. So we we definitely appreciate the support and the feedback and just the conversation. You know, I enjoy speaking to other moms and families, just helping them through whatever journey. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Ariel. And I'm sorry, I mispronounced your name in the beginning. No worries. <laughs> thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.